Welcome to the MCO Advisors Podcast. In this episode, Ryan and Corey talk about being overwhelmed and common sense in your marketing. Later in the episode, they are joined by Keith Wilson from Truthful Mutual, where they discuss his upcoming content and strategy. All right. Cool. So the show is titled Common Sense Marketing, and we are going to go into a, sure, we'll go on a a bunch of different paths, but we're going to kind of keep it around some of the things that have just been happening with us. So where our content comes from, where our topics come from is how we feel, how we feel like other people are feeling, the conversations we have with advisors and the conversations we have with each other. So um, that's, that's, so one of our topics was being overwhelmed. So let's start there. I feel overwhelmed. Yeah. How come? I think the idea generation part for some people is a real challenge. The idea generation part for us is not. And what happens is I feel like we have a Santa Claus bag full of ideas. Like we have hundreds of ideas of things to do. And there's only so much of them that we can execute on. There's only so much time in the day. And I honestly believe that if we could execute on more, we could and would change the course of our business and the, cor- and the, sh- the course of our lives. Ultimately, I actually believe that. And I get overwhelmed in the sense of not being able to do it. And that was some of the raw emotion that I shared with you today, just through our back and forth chatting was just like, I feel friggin' overwhelmed. Like there's so much to do and we can't do it. And I thought that would be a good topic to lean into tonight. Yeah, I think so. And I think a lot of people feel that way. And I think that's what stops with consistency. So I would like to talk about it. Um, especially because I would say that, most advisors, especially when like our job is almost marketing to show people we can market. So people want to work with us for marketing, marketing a marketing company. But <clears throat> so we're, we're kind of always doing the same thing. Uh, but when you're when you're kind of have to put on your marketing hat and then be a financial advisor, I think it makes it a little bit easier to burn out. Um, I think that's why we go back to doing something you like. But even then, it's all work. Right. So it gets hard. It's overwhelming. And maybe the problem is actually that, Corey, is so many people say they're crippled by a lack of idea. But I realize two things. Every time I talk to somebody, they always have ideas. So I think that's not really it. They're just looking for permission. Um, and then, you know, I don't know. I can't, I can't remember my second thing. But it's but that, that's that's just the thing I realize the most. So what do you do when you're overwhelmed? Like, what's your advice to me as a business partner? I come to you, I say, I'm feeling overwhelmed. I feel like there's so much we can do, but there's only so much we can do. And, and what's, how do you react to that? Um, on, on, you know, our business is marketing, but our clients and our audience and our prospects, our financial advisors, they go one and the same. I'm sure your advice will apply both ways. I mean, you can't be too hard on yourself. Like you have to do as much as you want out of life, I guess. So you have to be realistic if you're looking for, you know, I guess uh, making your making making if we're looking for making six figures that, you know, to, to me, that should mean us being up late and having that stress and having difficulty doing this, but spending the time doing it. Um, I think everybody has to find out like what 
what, why they feel overwhelmed. You know, I think most people just shouldn't be so hard on themselves and do the best they can and do the most they can. Uh, I think a lot of times when we're doing extra content, we're giving up free time or family time. And that's leisure or family. And that's really it. And that starts to affect, you know, here and here. And then mm -hmm. it's, you have to figure that out. So it can be tough, but I think it's important. Uh, it better be worth it. I, he didn't stay up late. He's he's coming up with one of his mind bending. He's gonna be asleep by nine forty five. No, no, no. He posts right know. now. This is when he twists everybody's mind. So I don't know. It's I just don't be so hard on yourself. I guess it's kind of a. I, I think it's more of a. I guess a mindset thing. And I think especially for us and for you, you're the you're more graphic and artist and leaning on you to to do more of that stuff. So. I think it's it, it feels harder for you because it feels heavier for you as a weighted position. But I don't put I don't feel like I put the pressure on you or hope I don't or at least I hope I don't make you think that it like bothers me or think you're moving too slow or something like that. So no, I don't. It's not that. I think what, where where my mind goes is that's what makes it easy for people to quit. That's what yeah. makes it easy for people to shut the door and to just get fed up with it because that feeling of feeling overwhelmed rather than fight through that, I think there's a, there's a natural um, kind of reaction to just shut the door on it. Yeah. And I used to do, and I'm, and maybe it's just having a little bit of perception. That's why I say it's a mindset thing, right? It's way easier than digging ditches or working outside in 100 degree weather says Michael Gordon. And That's I was right. a landscaper for four years. Um, I, I liked some, I liked some, the, the landscaping work, oddly, like being outside. I think it's different, but you're right. Um, it's not like when it's a hundred degrees, it's super fun to carry on and do that in, in the, the heat of the day. So, um, you know, I, I think, but it, it's a perception thing. Everybody has burnout. Everybody feels like this. Advisors feel like this people in general, especially cause we always talk about it's, it's the entrepreneurial lifestyle. You got to do everything for yourself or you're delegating and then you're, and then you're spending money and you're probably stressing about that, but it makes us think like, if this is something we really believe in and we tell other people to delegate, you know, and we're looking for more content, I mean, you know, we have, we have somebody, but do we need like a video specialist, you know, not somebody who's learning, but somebody who's really knows that and you have to pay for that 30, I'm guessing 30, $35 an hour, 20, 25 to $35 an hour somewhere for somebody who's probably looking for more of part-time or long-time work rather than just singular projects. So uh, it gets, it gets difficult. You either got to do it yourself or you got to hand it off. So that's, it's tough. Is your advice to an advisor who might be feeling overwhelmed and feeling like if I could just generate more positive and valuable content, I could break through to the next level. Is your advice to them to plow through it on their own or to, to hop out and find help? Obviously it's going to come down to what they can afford. I, I think most advisors, I have to, I mean, I have to see where you are and what you're doing. Um, you know, are you mainly fee based and is it, is it, uh, or, or is it AUM based or is it both in terms of how, how your business is run and, and who you find, how, how worth it is it for marketing? But for a lot of people, it's like planning fee, possible commission items, AUM at the end. And that generates a huge, can generate a huge amount of revenue, which makes marketing really worth it. Which makes me always say, uh, especially for the advisor standpoint, if you can to, uh, to hand it off, because you should also be financial planning. You should be doing that. Now, a lot of people uh, you can tell like making their own content. That's the that's one of the only ways you get good at it is if you enjoy it. So you know, I don't know anybody who gets good at something they hate. There's a couple of 
things I that so I want to. I want What's up, Jonathan, Jeff, Michael, um, Keith? All you guys saying hi in the comments. Um, I, there's a couple of things I want to get to, and the next topic is talking about marketers all saying the same thing. But before I get there, you said you're seeing a lot of advisors creating their own content, which mm-hmm. they should be, right? If they can't afford people to help them with it, they should be. Um, and I don't know if you saw the post yesterday. Um, I'm not familiar with his name. I wish I could think of it. But he was basically going through and saying advisors are generating video content and making the same simple mistakes all the time. And it's it's a real detraction from their brand because it looks you know, novice or it, or it comes off unprofessional. Where's that line? How do you find that line? Because it's like we say, get out, create content, do more get more um, content and valuable content out into the world. Like that's, what's going to help you, but it's got to be good and it's got to look nice. Like where do we draw that line? I think especially in terms of quality, we really start competing with each other on LinkedIn. That's what I'm realizing because a person who, a person who wants to work with a financial advisor appreciates a message, right? Not the clarity of the video. Although maybe the clarity makes people watch it longer and then it travels further or something like that. But I really do believe that the message and, and what you're saying is goes further than, than I guess, how it's produced. So I'm not sure where that line of quality is. Uh, that's what's hard is because I think quality, like I said, adds to sight and, and reach on each platform on whatever platform it may be. But you don't need quality to reach the right person. So I don't know if that how much that stuff matters. It's a mixture between don't let it slow you down, but as you keep each video, try to improve one little thing. And then, you know, that's that's why it usually takes a couple months. But rather than you waiting a couple weeks to even get started, you fumble through and get a little bit of attention while you're perfecting, you know, your process, what videos look like. All right. Um I'm, I'm with you on that. I think that there's a line to draw because, you know, to the, you know, to a certain prospect, you don't want to come off as not professional, but at the same yeah. time, if that means not getting your message out into the world, if that doesn't happen, then you never even got in front of them and had a shot or an at bat in the first place. And I think that's where we have the problem. Yeah. Yeah. It's totally yeah, Keith like has high quality content. Even for, I guess, Nick being simple drawings, I would still say it's high quality, you know, but Ruffalo, I love his videos, super entertaining. And you can tell he's very smart and high quality content. But is it is the videos very high quality? I think he shoots most of those on his phone. So um, that's a tough one. Keith brings up because his stuff's super high quality and you can tell he puts a lot of time into it. And, you know. I really do appreciate it and respect the work he puts into it. And then I think of someone who like Adam up in Manhattan, who does the walk and talk. There's no quality to that really at all. He's filming himself on a, on his cell phone and he just throws a little simple word mark logo in the bottom left. And that's all it is. And that's the brand. But that he's tagged how he's doing it. He's actually walking. Like it's a thing where he's busy, you know, the scenery of it. It's uh, I don't know. That's it is I quality. That, I, I guess that's why it fits. You're right. right. It's not just somebody, you know, whether they're sitting in their car or sitting here with the wall behind them or something like that. Hey, these graphics make up for the wall behind them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and a sick right. microphone. <laughs> yeah. he, all right. I, I find this similar to the video I shared with you today. And it's financial planning and marketing planning. And I find the two kind of phrases and, and behaviors very analogous to one another. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I would imagine that as a financial planner, you guys are running into people at a very high level, um, 
pre-COVID, right, at at, um, at cocktail parties or whatever, I'm sure the the conversations you're having at thirty thousand feet are all the same with people out when you're not getting into the weeds. Just like in marketing, the conversations we have, we're always just saying the same thing over and over and over until we dig in. Now, I imagine I'm saying that financial planners and marketers do the same thing. Once you dig into someone and you find out their specific niche, needs, deficiencies, efficiencies, uh, things that they're good at, not good at, that's when you get real specific on a marketing side Mm -hmm. and in a financial planning world. Yep, completely agree. So you, you said to me, good marketers are always saying the same thing, comma, until... And then that's the that's the real value of um, getting close to a good marketer is that that until part until they find out more about you and what you need. Yeah, uh, and, and in the same way, I guess as a marketer, you can say this is what this one advisor told me they did. Here's a success story. In the same way that you can say, here's some planning techniques that I did for people this year. Here's some end of the year things I do. You can show facts. You can show processes, but. You know, it's really, you know, kind of the same thing where I feel like it still feels very high level until you meet somebody and you're like, oh, you do X, Y, and Z. This is how this actually affects you. And this is the actual uh, actionable step for you. All right. So if if financial planners are struggling to get to uh, find and attract new clients, new business, how do they get that message to them? Because it's like at 30,000 feet, you're all saying the same thing. But each of you have, you know, you're, you're not all the same. Financial planners there's some that are better than others. And that's why I think it's better to talk to a specific person or a specific group, because then you start talking about specific instances or experiences that affect that group of people. And then it starts to resonate. And that's, you know, you build brand. And that's when we were just talking about niche. What was it yesterday? A couple of days ago. Yeah. Yes. A couple of days ago, whenever it was too many shows. Um, And I would like to bring this up about what Keith said would go back to now. Keith first said his first comment was, Quality, content, and presentation are keys. And then we were talking about Adam with the walk and talk, and then he added in, and these comments come in late, so sorry, guys. Adam's quality in his presentation, and that's 100% true. He speaks mm-hmm. very well, uh, and the video is done very well in terms of the quality of his presentation. So I do agree with that. But so then I agree with Michael, right? Perfection is is the enemy of, of progress. Yeah. You know, so it's hard. Yeah done is better than perfect most of the yeah. times but it's true i mean if your stuff sucks all the time then nobody's gonna watch it that's the other thing so something's mm-hmm. got to be quality right either you have what you're saying has to be quality or the video has to be well done and edited well and and split and sick jump cuts like we've jump been cuts, doing man. all about the jump cuts recently i hope you guys are ready <laughs> for the jump cuts. um the other yeah i'm just flying through some of these topics uh, so the other thing that I saw today, Penny Phillips put a post out on her Wednesday wisdom, um, albeit today I saw it was Thursday. Um, her post talks about advisors kind of getting in their own way in terms of just not using common sense when they're marketing. Like you, you feel like LinkedIn's the place to be, but like, is your clientele, is your niche even on LinkedIn? Like if you're solely focused on teachers, or agriculture, farmers, um, you know, let's landscapers are those, that's probably not the best place for you to be focusing your marketing, right? So if your prospects aren't on the platform, are you marketing to your prospects? Or are you marketing to the platform is, is a really good kind of question to ask. 
Yeah, I agree. And I think when I hear of people being more successful in here, like I say, people are talking to executives or they're doing planning for people who are currently in the working world. You know, you're talking to people who it's not just people looking for jobs, but they're at work. Most people have a LinkedIn, not to say, but I'd be interested in um, who just focuses mostly on retirees and finds mostly retirees on LinkedIn. I think a lot of people are focusing uh always on always on trying to help people to, to retire and i think that would be more of a facebook platform but it's harder to be there and you got to spend money and you're always annoying people to do ads and then you have then then i think that's when you really get into quality is the ads of it you can't just be sitting there with your phone like with me in my hoodie um it, it just it's just i don't think it's that easy so you're, you're kind of you're kind of fighting both ways but you're right in the sense that most people are like i just want to be on LinkedIn because it has the organic reach. Um, and that's when I kind of say add in a little bit of personal branding because you never know where that's going to go. Even if you can't find the client you're looking for because who you're looking for isn't here. Yeah. I'm with you on that. I think um, a lot of times we, we think we need to be marketing or checking a, I hate saying checking a box, but doing an activity because we feel like it fits the marketing mold or that's what you should be doing. And, and, a few, you know, sometimes we need to take a step back and say, does this even make sense for the business? Like this is an activity, but does it make sense for the business? And I think that's a really good thing for people to consider and, and can help them from getting overwhelmed because it can take five things off your list that you don't need to be doing anyways. Or I tell people like, keep putting out that content, but while you're doing that, making sure you're, you're bringing it home and keeping it local and building referral networks with people and trying to get meetings in zoom with people and connect everywhere. And just get everybody to know you and you're kind of doing both at the same time, like still use social media for all the equity it has. The fact that you can just kind of go, go talk to somebody who, um, you know, is a, is a close to you or that you could potentially have lunch with or something that could be referrals. Uh, if, if you're having trouble finding your, your specific prospect, I, yeah. you know, there's a lot of ways to use it. So I think you should be doing all of them and the younger you are, the harder you have to be working, but the more time you have. So. Yeah, no, I'm with you on it. Um, look, those were the, what did I have down here? I got overwhelmed. Uh, we're saying the same thing and using common sense. So those were my three topics. Um, I think you had something you mentioned that you wanted to also address, but I don't know if you, you tell me. I was gonna, what was I going to say? I think I was going to carry something in a Friday, but I forget, I forget what it was, what I even wrote down. I'm supposed um, to be watching the Queen's Gambit right now with my wife, so... Oh, nice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm. I, I like to have this talk about quality back and forth because honestly, the more I do this, the more I see the same stuff. The more I appreciate quality, but I'm here all the time, and I'm always seeing it. You know what I mean? I'm just always there, and I'm judging it for that fact from a marketing standpoint. I'm thinking, oh, that's different, and it's hard for me to to go back on somebody who's probably on LinkedIn maybe a couple times a week um, and, uh, and and just, go. just popping on and then has a great, um, I don't know. I want the secret. Let's go. Yeah, what's the secret that threw me off? I have a truthful mutual secret. What is that? Anthony's been fired. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Quota. I think the common sense marketing is a good point. And a good thing that maybe we should touch on too and dig into a little deeper is where you should be marketing of who you're looking for. 
I think the money's here and the age is here. And here's something that's interesting. Do you think you should change your niche if you're going to be spending time on LinkedIn? Like I'm not saying on LinkedIn, you're a person who looks for executives and then oh, he actually wants to jump in. Bring him in. All right. Patch me in. This is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hold on. Be in the studio. Are we going to, is Keith going to be on yeah. the couch? This is going to be great. Hold on. We're bringing Keith on. As everybody knows, my internet is unreliable. So I'm slowly making my way to Keith. Patch me in, he says. Yeah, patch me in. All right, hold on, guys. Where's Keith? What were you saying a minute ago? I thought that was um, you were about to get into something good there. I don't know. Keith threw me off. Um, staying somewhere you shouldn't be or changing okay, your niche. Do you think you should change your niche depending on on where you are? So if you're if you're here and you know you're spending your time on LinkedIn, you know I don't think so either. Like I said, I think you should just use the platform differently. And um, if your niche yeah, isn't know. on LinkedIn, get the hell out of LinkedIn and go focus where you need to focus. Yeah. Like, but I think there's always people on LinkedIn that still connect to it, even if those people aren't directly there. And that's still what I'm saying in terms of whether you're doing a speech or you get to, or, or you brand yourself here in terms of that's who you focus on. And then you meet an elder law attorney who focuses on that group rather than you being able to get to them directly for whatever reason. So Keith, I sent you the. There he, Here is. he is. Oh, jeez. Yeah, he's, he's in full garb. <laughs> How's it going, man? What's up, fellas? How we doing? How's it going. <laughs> I feel like you prepared for this without <laughs> telling us. <laughs> All right, so I've I've got a big secret. Okay. Truth well, mutual. Yeah. We're getting ready to hire another advisor. Yeah, who's that? Curtis Ray, <laughs> the MPI guy of TikTok. Yeah. Whole life, all the way. Yeah. Compounding interest. That's what it's all about. I'm getting ready to come down on Ruffalo because I'm the regional director of Truthful Mutual. And Ruff is the district manager. And his branch, not they're not cutting it. Cutting it. Yep. Yeah. Not the proprietary it. products are down, way <laughs> down. I mean, we're losing 40% of TM blaster annuity. We're losing 30% of <laughs> TM blaster. whole life master. <laughs> and some bozo is selling way too many advisory products. That guy's got to go. We're getting ready to drop that video next week, guys. Yeah. Is that what the wig? Is that what uh, Ruffalo's wig was about that we saw in arrive in the mail today? Did you see that? Yeah, he posted something. He about posted it. it. Yeah, yeah, he posted something about it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's going to be quality. Know. It's yeah. going to be content, and it's going to be presentation. Yeah. And the home office is going to say a prayer when it comes out. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. How far are you guys from each other? What's the drive for you guys to meet up and actually do hours. something like that? Okay. A couple hours. Okay. So it's a real thing though still, I guess. Not too bad, but uh well this one's gonna be a little different. This okay. one's gonna be a little different. Okay. This cool. one's gonna blow the other one out of the water. Okay. Something you haven't seen before. Oh geez. Keith, 
Keith, how much time are you spending a uh, like just ballpark? How much time are you spending a week on content? Well, I, on on average, uh, so what I do is I post a video to YouTube. My goal is once a week a YouTube video that takes a long time because I've got to do graphics and I've got to do titling and I've got to do all this motion stuff. And it usually takes me six, seven hours to produce one, but I spread it out over the week. But guys, I don't play golf. I'm pretty much an empty nester. I got a 22 year old still at home about to charge her rent, but uh, you know, (laughs) I don't have sleeping babies. I've got the weekends and I enjoy it. To me, that editing stuff and all that, that's my hobby. Yeah. That's yeah. my hobby. And I've been I've been working with other advisors. I'm not trying to steal stuff from you guys. I'm trying to help people on the technical end of it. You guys are trying to help with really the meat of marketing. Yeah. I'm more of the technical, you know, equipment and editing and whatever. We're trying to get people started. I think. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand that. So I agree. I'm, I'm working with some folks that are just afraid to get in front of the camera, afraid of the time. I say, you don't need to do all this crap. You know, I got all this stuff. That's that's just fun for me. How's yeah. that been going with you? What's the feedback? Because I've seen you just, you know, in the comments and back and forth with other advisors. Uh, um, have they, you know, taken your advice and been able to run with it a little bit? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, look for tomorrow's post um, with his fella, Eric Boyum. Yep. He is seeing profile views go up a thousand percent, things like that. Um, he's getting some business already from videos. So, I mean, it works. You just got to keep at it. Video is a long game. I'm a video guy. I'm not a picture guy like uh, Nick. I'm not a yeah. talker like rough. I just like to shoot videos. You've been getting more into the text. What is that just you yeah. trying to diversify a little bit? Yep. Yep. Yeah. I, I think I'm getting a little philosophical in my old age. <laughs> <laughs> How do those do? The the slideshows. I see a lot of people try them. I've never actually jumped into it. Oh, I, 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 slide I think it's decks. pretty entertaining, but I, I don't know. I, I like it. Is it something that everybody should be doing? The slide decks? Yeah. 100% everybody should be doing that. Hmm. They get more engagement, more views than vi- videos yeah. way down right now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's because you're sitting there videos. clicking and reading it. Like you're, you're at least going to look through and be like, Oh, what is it? What does it say? Or what does it go to? So yep. you sit on the post for a couple seconds. I guess that, that, that reaches a little farther. So I always thought about it, but yeah, never did it. You got to tell you guys to and gals, 100% slide decks to add into every week. Nice. Yeah, I, we'll I like the slide deck just as a behavior of mine. I'm curious. So I can and, and it's graphics and, and you, yeah. it's an art to it. Uh, Dave Zoller, have you heard of yeah, Dave Zoller, really the good. tax guy? He actually really good slide that about a year ago. Yeah. He's he's he, if I would think of anybody who's doing that, that is actually the guy I would go back to is him. He does it all the time. He was super consistent with them. Um, very much so yeah yeah so you gotta Uh, you gotta mix it up with slide decks content uh static post pictures a video every once in a while how's tiktok been 
seriously, I'm, I'm, you know, I mean, as just well, a platform. I, I kind of got banned from that, but. Oh, geez. <laughs> sore subject. Yeah, it's sore subject with uh, uh, compliance, whatever. But uh, yeah. that drives traffic to my YouTube channel, actually. Hmm. I so asked just because. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead, go ahead Rock. I was going to say, you said you're a video guy with videos going down and you're switching to slide decks or something. What if they start, what if videos start getting really bad? Will you stick with it because it's just your thing or will, will you just adjust with, with whatever it is? Always stick with it? Always stick with it. Video is not going to go away. Yeah. I don't it's think so stupid, either. I just stupid algo just, right now. Yeah. And that's, that's good. Yeah. I've seen this happen before. Yeah. It happened earlier. Well, it happened later last year. And it changes. Right now, LinkedIn is trying to promote more relationships with direct messaging and things like that. You think that's what are you going to quit too? Do I? Maybe that ha you think you think that's why people quit? They're consistent, and all of a sudden it changes, yes, and they think their absolutely. stuff isn't good anymore. They it's quit. something that simple. They quit yeah. too early. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to name names, but early on, Christina Hitchcock. Y'all probably never heard of her, but she started super polished and that's a that's, that's the other thing i would like to see more females more female advisors out there doing it and i've i've worked with a, a few of them uh that i know the format that they should do and it's not the head and shoulders in a box yeah. type of thing it's i'd like to see a female do a walk and talk in New York City, like Adam uh, Johnson. Wow, what a powerful thing that would yeah. be. Keith, Great. where does your mind go when you think about the potential of the LinkedIn reach, you know, at some point drying up? I don't think it's going to dry up. No? No. I, I, don't think that, I don't see that drying up. I see it raising the price on it. Sure. So, so you would you go paid at that point? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I'm doing paid Facebook ads. Yeah, Ryan, you were talking about uh, retirement and Facebook. That's where it is. Uh, people over 56 years old, number one place they go is YouTube and Facebook, not LinkedIn. Yeah, and that's where I, that's where I'm. Well, I don't want to say that. I'll get linked in jail, but that's, that's where I'm Why, going. Uh, I'm more of a retirement guy. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point that you make about YouTube, too, is that you're spending time with people doing that. Do you think because YouTube is just standalone videos that you have to spend more time with quality if you're going to do yes. something like that? You yeah. absolutely do. I turned the corner earlier this year. Uh, we talked about this on the last show that I was in. Cut out the fluff on youtube and what is this how to do that right to the point and i was i was telling my boy eric boyum you know when you're on linkedin and you're on facebook and you post something you're actually invading someone's space yeah. no one asked you to put that on there and and people are doing this they're scrolling through they don't you're invading someone's space, so you better be right off the bat uh, eye catcher. Whereas YouTube, they're actually looking not necessarily for you, but for the topic 
that you're talking about. Yeah, same. It's it's the Google game. Yep. Mm-hmm. Do you advertise then, on YouTube you as well because of that? The tags. Do you advertise on YouTube? No, I do not. Okay. I just wonder. I never tried it, so same thing. Interesting. Yeah. No, it's, that's huge, though, Keith. That's the, you know, we're invading your moment when you're on this platform, but you're actually searching for us right. when you're on this platform. Absolutely. Yep. I, I, would, I would gravitate more to YouTube, build up your YouTube channel, and then surround everything around it. LinkedIn, Facebook. I'm not really on Twitter, though. Yeah. Yeah. Twitter is a tough Same. name. It's hard. I feel like it's just you have to interact with people. And I don't know. It's a very weird. I don't know. I, I, I was never good at it. I never figured it out my way onto the platform to consistently I always be thought there. Twitter was just all a one-liner and gotcha type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I it, like to it, teach. I like yeah, to yeah. educate. Tutorial with a little entertainment. Has um has the home office ever reached out to you to ask you to do any of that? No. no I mean, they should. But. <laughs> uh, he says not, no. e- not even Ruffalo. Uh, well, I don't think I'm being monitored too much, but <clears throat> uh, they've got their own politics. Fair enough. Yeah. What? Uh, let's. Um, have some fun here. Any any purchases coming up that you're excited about for your studio equipment? Oh, I would if I could turn my laptop. I just bought myself a Christmas present. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I've got an aperture right here, aperture nice. 120D. Yeah. With a 36 what inch uh, dome. It is awesome. I love the key. That's my new key. I've got a fill over there. Nice. This set behind me, I'm taking the rest of the year off. No more real videos, maybe fluff. Yeah. I'm, I'm doing a whole new set. Makeover. It's a whole new makeover. It's going to be See, awesome. This is content. Now film some of this and time lapse this. Yeah. That's a good idea. Now yeah. we can get into some. Me some too. At the start easy. of the year, I'm going to paint this wall. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan, I, I got to tell you, I love you, buddy. I love you. <laughs> Not like but. a brother, or because <laughs> you're too young to be my brother. But well, you no. got to change your background, man. Do something Yo, with that. What, what, what do I do? Should I get the? Should, I don't. I don't like green screens, but should I? <clears throat> what, you you look like you're stuck in a corner. I am in a corner. You, you're like at the kids' table at Thanksgiving. <laughs> that's 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 pretty accurate to my. To my situation, to my to at my least you could hang situation. a picture right to the you're right, yeah, right. At least hang a picture there, Ryan. Cool. Uh, uh, Mur, I like what you got going there. Is that a real wall behind you? You would die if I picked this computer up and showed you what I did. This is literally a workshop that I built an eight by eight wall in. <laughs> that's what I'm gonna do here. Yeah, that's what I'm telling you. That's now, see, that's creativity, and I love it. Yeah, that is smart. I should do something. I will. I'm going to put up a picture there. Now I got to think about a picture. Yeah, it's there. kind of tannish. <laughs> yeah, it's super. It's it's yeah, it's very tan. Oh, I love that, Keith. Let's start a GoFundMe for Ryan's wall. <laughs> <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. I'm uh, going to start calling you Special K, Ryan. <laughs> After the cereal. Uh, 
Yeah. Appreciate it. All right. So what else? Anyway, truthful mutual. We're dropping that next week. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be day? awesome. Do you know which day? Do you schedule it that far out? Is it that? Is it that? Well, like, uh, you know, I got to edit this thing, and some of it's Zoom, some of it's in person, and uh, rough is very hard to edit. Let me ask really you this: is. Time out. I can I can attest to that because I just had to, and uh, the funniest <laughs> thing was also. I was adding captions. So when you're adding in the captions, there's the, <laughs> it's just, it's all over the place. The amount of words that comes along with trying to figure out how to get it, how, how to get like the meat of what he said in that clip was fun. Here's, here's the question I have for you, Keith. Cause he's so I, fast. Maybe, maybe we're in a similar situation, albeit different. Uh, I have to do all of our editing on our behalf and Ryan kind of just comes in for the content and then disappears. How does this work with you and Mr. Ruffalo? Uh, I do all the editing on our truthful mutual stuff. We shoot it. If we're doing it remote, you know, he'll drop box it to me and then I'll edit. I mean, he doesn't edit any of it. Even with his new programs you just picked up. <laughs> I, I talked to him today. I said you, you, you wasted thirty nine dollars a month because you're never gonna you're never gonna do that. I mean, Adobe After After Effects is just way over his head. I bet the computer can't even handle it. <laughs> I said, well, I I edited his his last piece, the monkey in the middle with the brother in law and the office idiot, whatever. Yeah. He, he sent me the proof before. He says, I'm getting ready to drop this. I said, that's awesome. He said, I would tweak it a little bit. He said, yeah. all right, I'll send it to you. Because he had all of one character all at one time speaking, which was like three minutes long. And then all of the other character. I said, no, you've got to. Editing is telling a story. Yeah. When you edit, it's almost directing. You're telling a story. And I said, wouldn't it be cool if he says, no, you got to do gold. And the other guy says, no, life insurance, you know, back and forth. And plus it was, you know, it wasn't framed right. It was all over the place. <laughs> said, you gotta, I said, send it to me. I'll do it. And then when I told him today, I said, why don't you just send me everything you do <laughs> raw and let me, you know, between you and me, because I'm terrible on camera. I hate to be on camera, actually. I'm, I'm boring and all that stuff. I'd rather be behind the scenes and edit and direct and produce. And between rough, he's awesome on camera. He can just diary of the mouth, just go with it. Yeah. Said so between me and you, let me be behind the scenes. That's yeah. where I'd want to be. Yeah. That's cool. And it is funny. And uh, I think you're great on video, but obviously if that's what you like doing, especially, I think you do a great job of editing. It's fun to get um, into the lab. Yeah. It's and, fun to get and, what? Into the lab. You just kind of get into the program yeah, and you start to it. feel it. Yeah. yeah. I don't even know where to start. Like when I saw him, like you said, he downloaded all that stuff. I just remember even talking to Corey, like, oh, I have Photoshop. And he's like, why? I was like, I, I don't know. I do it for this one thing. And I, I literally like cut and paste something. He's like, you don't even need it. You know, it's just, so I got rid of it. I, I was paying for Adobe and I, you know, I don't know. I was 
doing something I could have done on Here's paint. the other thing I'm working on. I've got something awesome. I've already test shot it. Like I said, I don't want to do anything for the rest of the year, anything real, maybe a couple of funny things, but I have figured out a way where I can put myself in a movie. You put like a Forrest Gump. Oh, remember no. where he's like, <laughs> I can do it. And it's flawless. Yeah. And Tell me, I'm, I don't want to get into the weeds on it, but you had to upgrade your machine and all that on this. No. Got, no? I mean, that's a powerful, those programs, those Adobe programs require a lot of RAM. Oh, well, I've got, I mean, I've got the, uh, I work on a Surface Pro, and I paid actually $3,000 for it because I've got the yeah, massive amount of RAM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The graphic card and all of that. Yeah, that's not a $500 machine. No, it is not. But anyway, I'm super excited about that where I can put myself in a movie and then I can tell a story about financial planning. Yeah. And it has to do with, I'm going to, I'll give you a teaser. Ryan Gosling (laughs) is the best financial advisor out there. (laughs) I'll leave it at that. And you can put that in your notebook. What's that LA musical where he's dancing? (laughs) La La Land. Yeah. No, notebook. 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 All right. Notebook. Yeah. What do you Uh, want? I can't wait. (laughs) Can't wait. What do you want? Can't wait. It's going to be awesome. Thanks for stopping by, man. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on, guys. Appreciate it, Keith. Thanks so much. I'm so glad I stayed up for this. Yeah, yeah right. it's well worth it. I appreciate it. Thank you for, for right, carrying I'm going to post a link to the philosophical event. Cheers. All right, man. Take it easy. So, um, uh, I, I I always appreciate you know talking to somebody who really likes their craft and doing something. Uh, because I'm with him on that, dude. I, he, I really like, he's still still learning after so long. And people shouldn't say like I can never beat with video because I'll never do do what Keith's doing and realize he puts a lot of time in and like he enjoys that as a hobby. So yeah, he's totally right. Like I'll disappear on a Saturday when my kids are napping or something, and I'll sneak down into my office and get some work done because I actually do enjoy it. It's a, it's me stepping away and doing something that is fun for me because that finished product is me getting a story out and and that's what i enjoy yeah uh and nick jumped in notebook is so good true a little bit a little bit unrealistic but a good movie nonetheless good show dude that was fun yeah good show um so uh tomorrow we're going to be talking about marketing to pain points Unless we pick something out, I don't know. I didn't want to. I didn't want to beat a dead horse. Um, I feel like we've talked about something, but I'm just trying to give somebody some 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 value about something that's actually been working. And we'll keep it a little bit high level and hopefully tell a story about uh, about how it worked, um, and then go from there. So cool. appreciate you guys always being here. Thanks for sticking around, and we'll see you guys tomorrow morning. And, and hang I- on, before we cut off, let's yeah. guys let us know what you think of the night show. Do we do it once in a while? Is it yeah. a waste? <laughs> Um, you know, let us know your thoughts. Yeah, please do. Because I don't know, I guess it's just as easy to do, honestly. And really we had the same amount, we had the same numbers. Um, but I don't know. What did you guys appreciate? Do we have the same people here? I noticed a lot of the same individuals commenting. 
but anybody else say hi say what you liked uh maybe we'll keep doing this every once in a while just trickle it in i like so, it because it's a little looser you get you can have a pop in here and there and that's kind of fun yeah all right um cool appreciate it guys we will see you tomorrow morning cheers good stuff man that's funny that's funny. Keith's a good dude yeah he is more neon please <laughs> cody <laughs> It was easier to watch for night shift than morning. You got it, Jonathan. Uh, let's give it a couple seconds to ride because uh, I guess everybody's going to be leaving now that we say goodbye. But it's late, so the comments come late. So if you're still watching this, it's because I've got more conflicts during the day. I guess that's going to be most people. Um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That There's this void, this couch time that people have right now at night that I, I think is something that we might want to dig into a little bit. Yeah, just laying around. You're right. Yeah, because we could do a lot with the mornings too. We could really get into the meetings or something then too. I don't know. Just leave. Well, it gives it gives me a as the one doing a lot of the content curation. It gives me a longer stretch yeah. of time because I don't have to yeah. break up and yeah. Yeah, it was nice actually not having the show this morning. I have to say, knowing it was tonight and not mm-hmm. doing it. Excuse me, not having that deadline. It was like had a lot of free time. I felt like got to. I was eating breakfast. Um, so it was nice. It just yeah, I'm I'm with you there. Um, cool. So appreciate it, guys. Keep keep uh, let us know. Keep keep letting us keep letting us know. Appreciate you guys jumping in. Thanks so much for being here. Have a good night. Thank you for listening. We hope that you find value in this show. We hope that you find value in Emco Advisors. You finding success means everything to us. If you found value in this show, please leave us a rating. Thank you all. Talk soon.